live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. We know more than ever uh, we're going to get the best version of them. Uh, We need to make sure that they get the best version of us. Circle the wagons, get back in the fight, however you want to say it. And that's really your only choice. Last time I checked this morning when I walked in our building, the golden hat wasn't in there. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. All right, good morning, everybody. It is a new day on a Thursday, October 6th, abrupt ending to the well, song. Well, that's there. not a good sign. <laughs> what happened there? That was, uh, that was Champ DeVere, I think, at the time they cut that. Now the Dust Bowl, boys. Uh, October 6th, Thursday morning, we are on the downhill slide to an OU Texas weekend. Toby and TJ with you now. As we bring it local and blast it across the state of Oklahoma and beyond here on the ref, the home of Sooner fans. Hope everybody's Thursday is off to a good start. That's our responsibility. It is our charge to make sure that your day gets started well, get you a cup of coffee, read the newspaper, go out to your front porch, TJ, grab the newspaper, open it up, read it. People still do that. I think. I don't know. And we're going to try our best to get your day going uh, positively today as we got OU Texas at 11 a.m. on Saturday. Cowboys and Texas Tech coming up 2.30 Saturday down uh, over in Stillwater, up in Stillwater. NFL football tonight, the Colts, my Colts, are in Denver to take on the Broncos. TJ, good morning. How are you today? Hey, what it do, baby? What it do? Hey, listen, everybody stay positive out there. Thank you, Bob. Thank you. It do good, DJ. How do you? Um, I'm all right. Uh, my allergies are kicking me this morning, but I'm good, man. The the last three, four weeks, man, I don't know what's going on. Is it a cat? I did not see the cat yesterday, so I think this is just regular allergies. I just went into, like, right before we came on, I went into a sneezing fit, eyes watering all over the place, so... Um, I'm all right, though. I'm good. I'm fine. Oh, boy. I hope we can get that taken care of. I hope we can really wrangle that situation there, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that uh, means. But all right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's good. How was your Wednesday, TJ Perry? Um, Busy, running all uh, over the place, doing a lot real quick. Uh, but nothing of significance, and right. I screwed up uh, our haircut appointments yesterday. So Bronx and what I will mean? be showing up in Dallas looking like shagheads, so all shaggy. So you got the wrong time. You're on uh, Eastern time instead of Central. We walk in last night at seven o'clock, and Amy looks at me. She goes, "What are you doing?" And I said, "We're supposed to be here at seven. She said, "You were supposed to be here yesterday at four. Did you not get my text?" And I said, I got your text. I just ignored it because I thought it said to be here at 7 today. And I pull out my phone. 
And I go, ah, I got your text. We were supposed to be here at four yesterday. She goes, I got this color. I got this girl coming in right out immediately. And the girl walked in and goes, hey. She goes, I got a color with her. And she goes, she's like, I can fit you in here, here. And I was like, nah, we'll. Oh, we're wearing hats no. all weekend. We're good. We'll see you next week. So we set a different appointment. It's TJ's fault. <laughs> it was TJ's fault. That or my wife put the wrong time in the calendar when I told her the time of the next haircut appointment. But I don't know. Either way, we didn't get our haircut. So yet another. How how dire is the situation? Um, Not because, like I said, uh, we'll both wear hats all weekend long in Dallas. So it's not a dire situation at all. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So no, that's good. He we got a good attitude. About running it, around to that. We had some other Faux things pop. going on yesterday afternoon. I was taxi mom after school, picking yeah. up all these women uh, with Bronx in the car. So, you know, it's just a busy day of picking up women with Bronx things. in the car. Uh, girls at the school. I was a soccer mom yesterday, uh, loading everybody in. So, yeah. I got you. Did you have to go to soccer practice, or are you just no, no, that? no? I'm just referring to myself. Dude, you're as just that. Be- yeah. you're you're being you're making nonsense here. <laughs> you had to pick up kids and take them to the house. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. So, like All I right. said, nothing significant, mm, but it was a busy day. Nothing like fun to report or anything is what I'm meaning by that. I got you. Well, yeah. you screwed something up. That's just life. Fun. Yeah, I did screw something up. <laughs> <laughs> to which Bronx was quite happy because he hates getting his hair cut, so he was happy. Why does he hate getting his hair cut? Because uh, he's a, as of right now, he's a 12-year-old boy. So, What does that he, mean? Uh, they don't like getting their hair cut. But, but he wants his particular style. And I'm like, well, if you get, want that style, you got to get it cut. So. Is he getting like sitting still? Um, the person hurts him when they cut his hair? Or what, what is there not to like about like getting like hair cut? Like most of his friends, like the moms are like, they won't get their hair cut for five or six months. It's just they refuse. So they're just that age, you know. That age? Yeah. There's an age where you don't get haircuts? Well, you don't like to. Like, they get them. My mate Bronx get a haircut, but they don't like to get them. Huh. Yeah. What kind of world do you live in that your boys like getting haircuts at 12? I've never heard of someone having an adversity to getting a haircut. Oh, yeah, even I What's did. That, what I is there not to I had like long hair at 12. I'm like, I'm not getting my haircut. Is it just because you got to go sit in a chair for so. thirty minutes yeah, when you probably could be takes running away around from Xbox, yeah, fighting in the front yard and stuff? So. Is that what the yeah. deal is? Yeah. Huh. No, I, that was not a situation of my. I'm not saying that we had a party, but <laughs> like when it was time to get a haircut, you just go get a haircut, <laughs> right? Well, Definitely we don't let him go five or six months it. like some of his friends. Um, you know, he goes every three to four weeks, so. Three to four weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. about right, I guess. It's a, I'm a I'm a once a month guy, pretty much. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. So boring. I, that's what I said. Nothing for you had the a boring day. Yeah, you had a boring day. I hope yours was more entertaining than mine was. Yeah. Oh, what a day I had, Teej. What a day. <laughs> carpooling and haircuts. Is that what your day was? Uh, I had some carpooling yesterday. I did indeed. Uh, I had a late night pickup last night. Um. At the school. This is funny. You'll, you'll appreciate this. Uh, Chloe has church that she goes to on Wednesday nights. And then afterwards last night, uh, Jenny went to pick her up. And uh, I get a text from Chloe saying, we're going to FCA at the school. Mom's taking us to FCA. This is like 830 at night. Right. So now I've I've got pickup duty at, at uh, school. But this is the first time she's gone to FCA. And I was like, FCA? 
She goes, yeah, it's a, it's a thing where Christian athletes get together. <laughs> Did she really think you didn't know what yeah. it was? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I had late night pickup, uh, running around past my bedtime, uh, taking people all over Piedmont. So, but that's fun. Um, uh, it was fun. It was good. I called the uh, Madden championship. Oh, that's right. You did have the big Madden night last night. Yeah, big Madden night. How last did that night. go? You know, it. Uh, I was a little nervous. I was a little. Uh, so this is the second time I've done this. The first time was during COVID, and I was in a different place. I mean, actually physically, not mentally. I was actually physically at a different location, and I was hardwired and all this kind of stuff. So uh, this time I did it at my house. I don't know. I was just nervous. I hadn't done it in a couple of years about the technology of it all because it's, it's kind of complicated, but it's they're so, like, technologically savvy in that world that they act like it's not complicated. And so right. it like, I, I got to ask stupid questions that and to them is really elementary, you know, and uh, I was a little nervous about it, but it worked with no problem at all. I mean, the technology is amazing. You got to click on this website and that takes you into this room where you can see, and then you got the V mix over here. That's going to match our audio and our video. And then uh, we got to do like, you got to do testing an hour and a half before you go on. And then there's, pre-show run-throughs and you know it's it's this whole to do and so i'm on it's this is a tv show so so what we're doing here is there's a college madden championship so they have every college all right every college every college that wants to has a madden tournament and the winner at each university enters the national madden college championships and then they have this big bracket you go through and whoever is the national champion wins a hundred thousand dollars, and uh, you know they go, they go play play out for months. And uh, so we're at the stage right now where it was like the uh, what they call the conference championship. So we're down to where you get the final eight. So okay. these are all like really really good. And there are it's a show, and there are these three hosts who do it every you know every time they have a playoff so I, I think it's once once a week uh, as far as I understood it's like once a week they do this and there's three hosts and uh you know they're all Madden geniuses they know which button to push for everything and what how Madden 22 is different than Madden 19 and you know how what you uh, the roster of every team and they know everything strengths and weaknesses and you can't run that play against that play and all that kind of stuff and then they have us play-by-play guys come on and call two of the games. So there's eight games last night. I got two of them, and there's three other play-by-play guys that also had two games each. So they bring us in, and we call the games with them. They got a color analyst and everything. It's kind of like NFL Red Zone. They'll go from game to game. Whoever's got the whoever's about to score, they'll go to that game and cut in, and let's go live now to this game. It's quite a to-do. So – before we get started, we've gone through the run-through, and, and we're kind of sitting in the waiting room waiting to get started. I asked the producer, I was like, how many people are watching this thing? Because, you know, he goes, uh, we'll probably have twenty to 30,000 people tune in tonight. I was like, I mean, that's not like millions, but it's still, 
It's like a lot. To yeah. watch other people play a video game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Twenty to 30,000 people will tune in. And uh, and they've got a whole community. They've got, you know, the chat rooms that are going. They're on Twitch. They're on all the different platforms. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But it went well. My first game was a humdinger. Went right down to the final possession. The last female in the competition almost knocked off one of the favorites. The chat room was going crazy, TJ. Everybody was cheering for the female. To, she was from Wake Forest, and the person she was playing was from Notre Dame, and everybody was wanting Notre Dame to get beat. But Notre Dame won it at the buzzer with a field goal. And then the second game I had was a blowout, and it wasn't all that entertaining at all. Uh, but I did it. It went well. And uh, I'm kind of glad it's over with now because I've been worried about it. <laughs> it's out of the way now. I think well, it went well. I have no idea if it went well or not. I'm, as soon as I hung up, they might have been, ah, that guy, let's never ask him to do it again. I don't know. But, right. Uh, I, I doubt that went. was the case. I, doubt that I found myself case. trying to be too cool. Like, because they're all the hard, so young and hard hip and everything. And I found yeah, myself it's a different world. To, yeah, it is. It is. And when you're calling the plays, it's not like you're calling a play. I try to. I try to get into whole, the whole three, three wides to the right, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the color analyst you're doing it with is, like, super, like, probably, like, 19 years old, you know? And he's like, uh, that's a death fly back. I can't believe. Oh, my God. You know, all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> we weren't a real good mesh. But um, anyways, I think it went okay. <laughs> It's probably in 20 years what kids are what you did last night is what kids growing up that are being born right now want to be when they grow up. They want to call games. A Madden play by play. They want guy. to call games, Madden whatever it may be, Fortnite uh tournaments. They want to be the play-by-play voice of those leagues. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole another oh, there's a whole another world out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would do it again. I, I think it's fun, and uh, and it's you know every game's forty five minutes to an hour, and uh, so I would definitely do it again. If if you've got the technology of it down, shoot, I could sit here every night and do Madden games. You right. Know. But um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Look at Steely. Steely's got a second job where he goes and twitches, and people tune in to watch him play Fortnite. How many people watch that, you think? 75,000 a day. Is that right? I just made that number up. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. But it's a lot, and he's always talking about it. People from all over the world. So is he a really good Fortnite player? He says he's not. He just says it's just people will tune in. Like it's. So he goes to the Riverwind, <laughs> plays Fortnite, right. and people watch him play Fortnite. Yes. Why? Ask my kids. Is he I entertaining? Don't know. I'm, well, Steely's entertaining. Yeah, he's yeah. probably funny. And that, uh, is some that of them why are probably... you watch him? Because he's not an expert. Or is he an expert? Or is he just... I, I, he probably downplays it some. I'm going to guess you got people tuning into you. You know a little bit of what you're doing. But he, I think maybe him, it's uh, an older man in a world that's a young man's game. And I think some of them find that entertaining and tune uh, okay. into him. and uh, that makes to, sense. To laugh with him and joke around and... But, yeah, it's just amazing, man. That's just a whole different world that, I mean, I, my kid does it. He'll sit there and watch YouTube videos of guys, not even live. He'll watch them play video games 
And is he trying to learn from them? He learns from it some, but some of it he just thinks is cool. Some of his friends, they'll talk about it like, man, there's this one guy and he plays this and that. And it's just, they love it, man. They love it. That's what they do. They, they sit there in their little boxes on their iPad. It's like some of them just one or two a night. Some of them three or four. They're in there in their little box on FaceTime or however they do it. And they're all playing together, whatever it is. Uh, Fall Guys, Fortnite, whatever it is. They're just yeah. playing together and they're screaming. You just hear them all screaming on the <laughs> iPad, Bronx screaming. and <laughs> You would think they're at a live sporting event. It's crazy. Well, I mean, some of the, you know, they would be introing the competitors. And they would say, our next matchup is this guy versus this guy. This guy has already won uh, you know, two hundred and thirty thousand dollars playing Madden. Oh uh, yeah, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, wait, wait, what? What? Playing Madden, hundreds of thousands of dollars in these tournaments and stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. That sponsorships. Yeah, unbelievable, man. What a world. What a world. So I say all that to say I am announcing today my retirement from the University of Oklahoma. <laughs> Just call Madden games every night. I am now, yeah, the official play-by-play voice of Madden. Yeah. We'll take a break. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. T-Row in the Morning Show, Toby and TJ back with you this hour, brought to you by Norman Regional Health System, Healthplex Hospital, specialized professionals all across South Central Oklahoma, taking care of your health care needs. This was uh, the difference yesterday, what you were just talking about, what we were just talking about. Most days, I take home Bronx's friend Cash. This is the conversation. Bro, bro, did you see so-and-so last night on Fortnite? Did you see how many kills he has? Sick, dude. Sick, bro. Bro, I saw it. He's got like 357 kills. It's sick, bro. Yesterday, I took home Bronx and two girls, and it was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to uh, compete in an acting competition in Atlanta. We're hoping to win best ensemble, to which Bronx goes, what does that even mean? You don't know what an how ensemble many, is? How many kills can no? you get there? No. <laughs> That's the difference in what happened the last couple of days on my ride home. The, there are so many times I get asked by Cash or Bronx, do you know how many kills so-and-so has? No, I have no idea. <laughs> He's got like 300, bro. Okay, I don't, know, I don't know if that's good or not. I don't know what that means. <laughs> bro. Uh, it's sick, man. It's sick, bro. Uh, <laughs> Air Comfort Solutions text line. Mr. OU, good morning, Toby and TJ. Here's the location of my friend's booth. His name is Chris Easter, a.k.a. Scooter. Okay, this is the guy that makes the peanut butter thing That's we right. were talking That's about right. yesterday. Right? He says, I told him you guys may stop by. Love you guys. Safe travels. It says, this is just a screenshot of his booth, located within an area in the Cotton Bowl Plaza beside Gate 2 of the Cotton Bowl. All right. So name of the place is the South Side Steaks and Cakes. I uh, tweeted something that I thought was funny yesterday about the uh, tickets at the State Fair. Oh, yeah. did I, did and, I got after you. Did everybody else? <laughs> uh, not everybody, but there were a few people that were, like, really snotty about it. <laughs> I was just messing with you, but. I tweeted, we live in an amazing world of technology. I can FaceTime someone in Madagascar. 
A rocket can carry me to the edge of space, then land safely again. We have cars that drive themselves. But I'll still have to buy coupons to get my corn dogs at the Texas State Fair. And uh, TJ replied, you and your fancy ESPN Plus flying cars technology leave my coupons alone. That was kind of funny because you're my radio partner, you know. Right, right. Uh, let me see here. Let me see. Thanks to Bob Stoops 2.0 who said, as frustrating as it is, it is a safety protocol for hijackings and robberies. For instance, Fletcher's <laughs> makes about a million dollars through the fair. Thanks a lot of bank. That's a lot of bank bags, but no one is going to steal tickets. <laughs> uh, Brian Cochran said, man, you got some third world problems. I see your point, but a lot of folks are out here struggling right now. What? Okay. <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, hey, Katie, uh, we forgot to get the coupons out of the uh, the drawer yesterday. We need to get those today before we leave. Uh, somebody said, can you come up with something so Nana doesn't have to cut holes in tennis balls for the bottom of her walker? Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, most people are agreeing or laughing, you know. Um, uh, but there were a few people that were like, you know. Uh, one guy was like, uh, when's the last time you paid for anything at the state fair? Uh, every year? Media yep. people eating free. Sooner Sooner Griff. He's always, he's always like, everything I tweet, Sooner Griff has a problem with it. I doubt you're paying for anything at the state fair. All right. Thank you, Sooner Griff. Get back to me on Monday and see how light my wallet is from the whole family going down there. You think I walk through the state fair and everybody goes, hey, free stuff over here. Toby. Come uh, over here. Uh, uh, Anything uh, you Mr. want. Mr. OU free. sent me. Mr. OU sent me. Where's my free peanut butter? Yeah, right. There's a special line for the media. We skip. We don't have to use tickets. We just go right up and they give us whatever we want. That's only James Hell, people. He's the only one that scams free stuff like that everywhere anyway, he goes. Go ahead. Uh, let's see here. TJ, what's your gut telling you? Who's going to be the starting QB? No, oh, interesting. Huh. You think the gut works in all the ways that you want it to work? It specializes in what it feels the game, how the game's going to go, what the score may be. I don't mess with starting lineups Very and depth charts. Gut. Get off Did my you back, see the video people. last night that OU put out? And I, I was not on Twitter at all last night, so I did not. Oh, you put out a video last like a 15-second video from practice. Mm-hmm. Just kind of cut, cut, cut different guys. And in one of the videos in the very corner in the background, if you look really close, you can see Dylan Gabriel mm. in pads. Oh, in pads. But doesn't mean he was doing anything. I don't even know if it was from this week. Maybe they're playing chess and everybody else is playing checkers. They're knowing that Texas is going to – Look over everything. I don't know what's going on, well, but people picked up on it. You could barely see Dylan Gabriel. I would absolutely put him in pads and have him at least holding his helmet and any of that that he may show up in because you want people to, uh, you know, tech, being Texas, you want them to wonder, hmm, well, he's got pads on. Is he participating? So there's a game going on I think on he there. was in pads. It looked like he was in pads, but maybe not. I'm a 49-year-old, and I don't like getting haircuts. I don't have the time for it. <laughs> okay. How long does it take to get a haircut? <laughs> uh, some longer than others. Mine's not very long. I don't have much up there to cut. It's, you know, grab out the clippers and bzz, bzz, you're done. So, what, Like, 
what kind of man would be getting a haircut that takes unless you're getting a perm or something like is you know what i have some friends that still have hairdos that i'm like what's going on up there like what are you uh, how much product do you have in there yeah how long does that take to get cut like how long does it take does to it take a in long the morning time to get a haircut um i think so with some of these guys yeah uh, if we win Saturday, then TJ and Bronx uh, have to uh, or can't get a haircut until we lose another game. I like that idea. Yeah. Oh gosh, I like that idea a lot. <laughs> my hair is extremely short right now, and it's already too long for me. So that would bother me a lot. Uh, I am so old. I remember when Madden was the voice of Madden. <laughs> you don't have to be that old to remember yeah, that. Uh, my seven-year-old daughter watches videos of Mario Brothers on YouTube all day long. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, what about Mr. Beast? Did she tune into Mr. Beast? Did you see what Mr. Beast did today? Gave away $17 million. He didn't really do that. It's a YouTube video. No, it's, it's real. No, it's not. He doesn't have $17 million to give away. Uh, Toby, please explain how OU will score on Saturday. Obviously, Texas will uh, first stop the run. Bevel isn't beating anyone throwing the football. His throwing motion is painful to watch, to say the least. That's our always uh, pleasant Dwayne and Norman. <laughs> Thank you, Dwayne. <laughs> Such a sunshiny guy you are there, Dwayne. Appreciate it. Okay, well, let's talk about that when we come back. Let's okay. talk a little Oklahoma offense and how in the heck are they going to score, TJ? Uh... T-Row in the Morning Show underway on a Thursday. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Toby and TJ back with you Thursday morning. We're headed down to Dallas today, tonight. I'm going tonight. I don't know when TJ's going. Because um, we will be doing the 7 show 15. from 7-15. I'm out of here in 45 minutes. We'll be doing the show from the Omni downtown Dallas tomorrow morning. Uh, if you're down there, please come by and see us. It's the Alumni Hotel again this year, the Omni downtown Dallas. I've got Chloe's last volleyball game of the season tonight, or this afternoon, Teach. So I'm going to wait and watch that and head down this evening. Listen to the Colts on the way down tonight. So, If you could make sure they got the chocolates on the pillows for me before I get down there, Teach, that would be great. Um, the question was asked before the break. By Dwayne, how is OU going to score? Well, um, they're going to have to get creative. I mean, the offense, even with Dylan Gabriel, wasn't exactly clicking on all cylinders last Saturday. So hopefully he plays. I think they got a uh, you know significantly better chance of winning this game if he plays, but my hopes aren't real high that he plays. Uh, Texas hasn't been a juggernaut defensively. They played great against Alabama. Other than that, they haven't been great. They've been okay, I would say. They're giving up about 250 passing yards a game, which is uh, a higher number than Oklahoma's allowing by about 20 or 30 yards. So I wouldn't say they've been a lockdown defense. But if it is Davis Bevel or whoever it is at quarterback, they're going to have to use some creativity. They're not going to just be able to line up and uh, – block up the run and block up the pass and go straight forward and beat Texas, I don't think. not Even with Dylan Gabriel, I would say that's the answer. So uh, the run game's been okay for OU this year. 
I think they're going to have to lean heavily on on whatever backs are available. Uh, that will churn some clock, maybe shorten the game a little bit. If Oklahoma can have success on the ground, TJ, big if, but if they can, they got a chance in this game. If they can run the ball at Texas, I don't think you'll see them go as fast as they've been going. I think it works to Oklahoma's advantage in this game, considering all the injuries and especially if Dylan's out, for them to try to shorten the game a little bit. So I think you'll see them slow it down a little bit. And if they can run it, play keep away a little bit, they got a chance. Plus, the team that always runs the ball best wins OU Texas. Javante Barnes had a nice game last week. We know Eric Gray's been having a good year. You know, work in uh, uh, Braden Willis into the run game or maybe some jet sweeps to the wide receivers. Uh, Those flat passes that are extensions of the run game. If they can do that and keep churning out first downs, keep the ball away from the Texas offense, that might be their formula. But they're going to have to mix in, I think, some creativity. Um, I, I He mentioned Davis Bevel and he didn't like the way he threw the football. Well, I'm with you in that there is nothing Davis Bevel has done that has given any of us any confidence so far. But there's a reason they got him at backup quarterback ahead of those other guys or at least did last week. And so I do think there's a possibility that with a whole week in the captain's chair, if indeed that's been the case, and a game plan designed around his strengths and comfortabilities, that Bevel looks better this week. I think that's possible. So there's your formula. Now they're probably going to have to get some help. Like the defense is going to have to either score or put them in a short field. Maybe they need a special team score. We've certainly seen a lot of those in OU Texas through the years. But um, I think the answer for the OU offense is they have to be able to run the ball, no matter who the quarterback is. You can't win OU Texas if you can't run it. So they got to go run the ball, shorten the game, use up some time on offense, which they haven't been real good at doing this year, and be creative. That doesn't necessarily mean trick plays all the time, although if you want to mix one or two of those in, just, um, you know, some look here while the ball goes there. Slide a hand offense sometimes. So that's my answer to you that. You just got to get sick, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get a lot of kills. That's right. Uh, did you say Sean is on hold? He is. He is. Wow, this is uh, early on or on a Thursday. Good morning, Sean. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, Toby. You know what? Like right. Fernando, I've, I'm good. Like Fernando, I've heard the guns. And I'd like to share a little bit of your time this morning, if I may. Please. <laughs> Alumni, boosters, and fans. Oklahoma has been bloodied, beaten, knocked down. I understand your frustration, your fear, and your anger because I feel it too. But I want you to come with me to a gray November day when out of the West came the clouds of darkness and despair to descend on Norman, Oklahoma. And out of that fog of uncertainty strode a hero from the past who said, fear not, follow me. And the call went out, and from the East on Gulfstream wings came the words, Hang on. 
Help is on the way. I'll be there as fast as I can. And on a dark night, lit up like the sun by thousands of OU fans, onto the tarmac stepped Brent Venables. Throwing air punches, shooting two-finger guns, and telling us the best was yet to come. Well, the moment has met the man. So tomorrow, in that cesspool that is North Texas, as you sip your whiskey drink or your vodka drink, know that Oklahoma has gotten up. I don't practice Santeria, and I don't have a crystal ball. But on the sea of green that is the Cotton Bowl field, in the battle of good versus evil, no, that thin crimson line will hold. The Oklahoma Sooners will win this football game. And I call on the team, go take it. Wow. Wow. See any way OU loses this game, TJ? Do you? Not now, no. Wow, thank you very <laughs> much. Why Shaw can't drive that from cow. Dallas? He's got to stay there. Holy cow! What a uh, the game's actually Saturday, but I think I know what he meant. We'll play it again tomorrow. So that, that, uh, I, I think he sense. may have thought he was calling on Friday morning. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Sean. I feel better, TJ. Do you feel better? I Let's actually think sure. I do. Let's make sure we get this in the hands of uh, Brent Venable so he can play this to his team. By the way, did he quote uh, Chumbawamba in that thing? A drink of whiskey sure. drink? A drink of vodka drink? I think that's Chumbawamba. <laughs> get knocked down. <laughs> oh, that was great. Thank you, Sean. Nothing like a good Sean pep talk. Are we undefeated when Sean gives pep talks to you? We'll say we are. We'll say we are. I think we are. Uh, you see how many kills that guy has, TJ? He's unbelievable. <laughs> Bruh. All right, 6.46 in the morning. We are off to a roaring start today. We'll be back. Some say it's TJ's fault, but the name of the show is the T-Row in the Morning Show. So who's really to blame? You know? Uh, welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Before I get to some text, Sean called. Would like to uh, uh, say he realizes what day it is. When he was referring to uh, tomorrow when you're drinking your uh, whiskey and your vodka, etc., yep. he's meaning at your Beat Texas parties preparing for Saturday. Okay. Right. He right. said, Very obviously, good. you don't drink whiskey and vodka at the fair that's safe for beer. So that makes sense. Okay. he Very wanted good. to explain obviously. he was meaning tomorrow as you're in Dallas getting ready Thank for the you. game. Yes. Another uh, unbelievable performance by Sean today. Thank you, Sean. <laughs> uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Sean quoted Chumbawamba and Sublime. Um, I mean, other than not knowing when the actual game is played, how can we not win? <laughs> He's clarified He's that. Clarified. He's clarified that. Uh, Sublime references, too. I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. Uh, anybody got a brick wall I can run through for Sean? That yeah. was incredible. How about that? Uh, thanks, Sean, for a teary-eyed Thursday. Glory, hallelujah, says Burley Woo! Boomer. Brian and Tulsa says, I feel like I'm in church. Hallelujah. <laughs> We've got a lot of hallelujahs here on the Look text what you've line. done for the people, Sean. Look what you've done uh, for the people today. Then we've got this one. Sean's kind of a dork. <laughs> uh, get out of here. 
Get hey, out of hey, here. John would admit me. he's a bit of a dork and he likes it. No. Hey, get out of here. Uh, I okay. thought that was a poem at first and the dude can't rhyme. <laughs> No chance. Hook them. That's what this text says. All right. Um, I like I like the fact. I hope we run into a lot of that over the next 48 hours. Coach T would like us to know it could be worse. Joe Biden could be OU's coach. Thanks. Get out of here with that. <laughs> Toby, TJ, yeah. the video uh, Teddy narrated for OU football on Twitter is awesome. It's about the OU Texas game. <laughs> I hope the Sooners can pull it out and have some Sooner magic. Curtis B., Curtis B. I have to check this out. Hey. <laughs> you, you would, Curtis B., you need to do some research. You would never believe who wrote that script for Teddy. Look that up. I'm going to try to figure it out. I do like uh, <laughs> this week they re-rack a bunch of the scene setters yes. throughout the week. And uh, I'm sure we'll get another one today. But remember, Bob did it last year for us. Yes. And uh, we had one one year when uh, John Brooks did it. That was one of my favorites. Yes. He dropped a Jiminy Christmas for us. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I like OU Texas Week. Uh, sometimes they'll, they'll play the hits. I hope we get, I hope we get uh, Scene Setter Boy. That was one of my favorite ones. Uh, he could tell you where to find it on YouTube if you need help finding that. So. Uh, let's see here. Why do you guys think TCU and USC were able to transition into new coaches with immediate success, but OU uh, is selling this total rebuild idea? Many people that picked OU to win 10 games are now telling fans to calm down and be patient. Because you've got no option. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, I'm just saying, like, what, like, if you don't calm down and be patient, like, what is the alternative? Panic and fire uh, everyone? Panic and fire everyone would be the other option. Yeah. Like, you're already done with Brent Venables and want to have him replaced, and you um, are making a change at, at coach. So I would say that your hope is, calm down and be patient, that this is going to be a little longer-term project here at OU than maybe it is at some other places. Why is that? I don't know. It doesn't always work at the same speed. Like, that's history. Some places have it's instantaneously clicked. Some places it has taken a year or two, and let's hope we're the year or two. Or maybe it's this week. You know, I don't know. But, like, what's the alternative? This ain't working. We're five games in. Fire him. Let's start over. Like, come on. And I, I'm, I recognize what they've looked like the last two weeks, and you go into this game thinking, how are they going to score enough? What are they going to do, you know? How many injuries do they have? How many guys are they going to get back? How are they going to win this game? But if you do win this game, you could totally change the direction of everything that's gone wrong in the last two weeks. Sure. I mean, if you get some things corrected and, and fix some things on that defensive side and um, move forward, who knows? Then you got Kansas next week, and you move on again. Here's so. how I would explain it for the texter. Sports. Not everything's the same. The Atlanta Braves weren't supposed to win the NL East on uh, Tuesday or whatever day that was. Kansas Monday. wasn't supposed to be 5-0 and hosting five ESPN and game right. day during OU Texas week. Sports. <laughs> exactly right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, no. Not this guy again. Yeah, his go. name's Sean. He was, he was giving oh. us a pregame speech. Uh, what are Bevel's strengths that we should game plan around? Is what this texture is asking. He's got a big arm. Um, he's six foot six. 
and he he has pretty good. Honestly, he runs the. And I'm going to tell you, he has great escapability because he doesn't. But when he when they have intentionally run him this year, and this was before Saturday, although he did it a couple of times Saturday, he's had a little bit of belldozer in him. He's not as big as Blake. I mean, as stout as Blake. But he's six foot six and falls forward. You know what I mean? So he has had the ability in some quarterback run plays to have some success. Uh, so that's, I think, what I know about him, just like watching the little bit I have. Six foot six, big arm. I don't know how well he reads defenses. No, no. I, I, I would say when you say work to somebody's strengths, there are some plays that one quarterback will like that another, another doesn't. So when Dylan Gabriel is going to be your starting quarterback, you put into the game plan the plays that he's comfortable with that fit his eye, and that's what you practice all week. And then Davis Bevel runs out there, and like these are kind of Dylan Gabriel's plays I'm trying to run because it's what we practiced all week. So this week, if he's the guy, you practice all the plays that Davis feels comfortable with. Maybe it's a quick out. Maybe it's the it's – the, post route, you know, whatever it may be. Maybe it's the comebacker. Maybe it's the swing passes that he read, whatever. So I don't know exactly all his strengths, but that's what I mean by that. We'll take a break. Back after this.